All right, big JDRF One Walk Milwaukee's version. There's to happen all across the country, and this one is happening October 21st, which is a week from Saturday. And my teammate, partner, best friend at work, Eric Pilstead, hey, joins me. How you doing? I'm great. How are I don't you? get to hang with you anymore much because you're in the morning, and, and I'm getting ready for my show. I miss you so much. <laughs> hey, ditto, ditto, my friend. I and I say that sincerely because we have great conversation. Oh, of course, we can even yell at each other and still have a great conversation. Uh, yeah, you're one of my favorites. Although you yell at me more than I yell at you, but let's just let's, <laughs> let's, set, let's, let's set that aside. So you've been involved. Obviously, you have type one diabetes. T one D is the, uh, the the shortened version of yes. that. And you've told your story we we together raised money a couple years ago yeah. we were a big p- part of this event um you're a part of this again are you the mc i am i'm okay. seeing the uh the one walk on saturday october 21st at greenfield so Park. tell us about it this year's version so jdrf they do this every year the wisconsin chapter raises money uh, for research treatment ultimately hopefully a cure of type 1 diabetes and what they've been able to learn from this disease which is different than type 2 i know a lot of people what's get the difference confused. Type 1, there's no, it's all a condition of your pancreas no longer functioning. So it doesn't matter what your lifestyle is. It doesn't matter how old you are, your age or anything like that, or your obesity. Nothing like that matters. It's just basically your pancreas stops functioning. And it oftentimes is diagnosed in children. So what you have to do is, in order to survive, you need to inject insulin every day, no matter when, whenever you eat anything, to keep your blood sugar levels healthy if you don't uh unhealthy blood sugar levels can affect your whole body nothing in your body can hide from it right so ultimately you've heard of people who lose limbs who lose their eyesight who lose their life because they can't keep their blood sugar under control so i was driving to work this morning and listening to wisconsin morning news like i often do and you and vince played a feature that you put together and i, I just said to you in the break that uh, one of the things I love about working with you is you have you're a storyteller, and this this was one of those stories. Oh, thank you, sir. And it was so easy because she's just so awesome. Her name is Morgan Kale. She's a fourth grader, and she has type two diabetes, and she was willing to share her T one D story with me. Type one diabetes, T one D story with me. Imagine if you had to inject medicine every time you ate anything. And if you didn't take the right amount, you'd risk going unconscious or worse. It's like a newborn getting up all the time, except it's it's a life or death situation. It was a successful afternoon at the Pewaukee Sports Complex. How'd the game go today? We won. Three to one. All right. And how do you feel? Good. Strong. Morgan Kale is nine years old. How's the blood sugar? Everything good? Yeah. Yeah? We're dropping a little bit right now. Yeah, I get it. Post-activity. Post right. I saw you crushing orange, right? Yep. Anne is Morgan's mother. Morgan is the youngest of three. She's a fourth grader, plays soccer, loves it, very caring, helpful individual. (laughs) Morgan lives with type 1 diabetes. It's otherwise known as T1D. You have to get shots and your pancreas doesn't work anymore, so you have to put insulin in your body. Morgan was diagnosed two years ago. How did that go? Was that a surprise? Did that come out of nowhere? It came out of nowhere. We have no family history. Felt kind of familiar with it, but you're not familiar until you're in it. (laughs) 
for sure. So when that happened, how how, how were you feeling? Oh my gosh, so overwhelmed, very scared. Yeah, um, trying to hold back tears, right? Because your your kid, you want to make it seem like it's not so bad, but it is. A, it is scary because everything changes. Everything changes. So what exactly is it? Well, if you live with T1D, in a nutshell, it means your pancreas no longer creates insulin, which is used to control your body's blood sugar. That means anytime you eat something, you need to inject the exact amount of insulin into your body in order to keep your blood sugar at a healthy level. If you don't, you risk a blood sugar that goes high or goes too low. I like feel like tired, droopy, mm-hmm. and like hard to stay awake. Confused sometimes? Yeah, confused. A high blood sugar means long-term damage to your body. A low blood sugar means possibly slipping into unconsciousness or worse. Anne says this can happen at any time, even in the middle of the night. I kind of liken it to a newborn all over again because she doesn't wake up. She sleeps through the loud alarms that are right in her ear and she sleeps through several juice boxes during the night, applesauce pouches, she sleeps through all of it. So um, it's like a newborn getting up all the time, except it's it's a life or death situation. Morgan wears a continuous glucose monitor on one of her arms, which gives her real-time blood sugar numbers. On the other arm, a special device that provides her essential medicine 24-7. That's like what I have on my arm. I have these devices. They put insulin in me and one checks my blood sugar. The Gale family credits JDRF, which raises money for research and care for T1D. We're in a good spot, I think, with being able to have these devices, right? It has made um, managing it a whole lot easier than it would have been even five, ten years ago. So um, the work that they're doing, the research, it's pretty amazing. Back on the soccer field, the future looks bright for Morgan on and off the pitch. Well, what do you want to be when you grow up? you any idea? A famous soccer player and um, I'm not really sure. I'm not thinking about that. You got time. Yeah, I'm only nine. No, it's got all the time in the world. No rush, Morgan. You're not. <laughs> I, I, I got to say, I, I, you are a storyteller. I've said this a million times, and and I mean it. Um, that's that's the way to tell the story because this is a young girl, young future, young woman, young adult who is has taken on this responsibility now that a lifelong challenge in a very positive way. And you hear the yeah. the angst of her mom, which has to be. You, you talked in a previous version of a story like this with a different person about the nighttime fears of a parent. Right, yeah, because the, the blood sugar for a type 1 diabetic, again, type 1, is that the, the blood sugar can go up and down at a moment's notice depending on what happened that day or the exercise or anything. So you can go into shock. You can go into hypoglycemic shock while you're sleeping and not even realize it. I've, I've, that happened to me as a kid multiple times. And uh, parents, as you heard Anne say in this piece, like she wakes up every night because she gets an alarm on her phone that says, hey, Morgan's blood sugar is going low. So she'll get in there and like have to wake her up or like, hey, drink this. 
needs to get your blood sugar up. So that's like a daily occurrence for some people, um, even with all the tech, which is remarkable these days. Yeah, you were telling me about she wears something on each arm. Yeah, so she's got a uh, CGM, so a continuous glucose monitor on one arm, and that's what I have. And then she's got her insulin provider, her de- you know the device on the other arm, so they can communicate, they can work together. She can con- you know use that with her phone to help control her blood sugar level. I know I've asked you about this before, but not recently. There was a problem with insulin... The supply and then the sh- uh, the pricing has oh, yeah. that been? Uh, they're working on it. <laughs> still not fixed. Still not fixed entirely. No, there's still issues with how much a vial of insulin can cost. There's been progress there, both locally and across the country. But no, that's that's an issue which is kind of annoying and makes me roll my eyes um, because it's such an easy thing to fix. You know, it, all we need is this insulin, and we can live a very healthy life. Like you can do it. It takes discipline. And that's what I always talk about whenever I meet a new family. It just takes a little discipline and some perseverance. You can do it, though. It just takes a little bit of work. You can't, you can't just eat everything you want. Um, but I should point out, it's very different than type 2. They're, very, they're two very different diseases. Type 1 is autoimmune. Pancreas stops working, and, and you're, you, you have to inject insulin in order to survive. And you can kind of see it coming. So I have two, two of my three children are high risk because we've done the testing and the, the blood work and they have the biomarkers that would indicate they could potentially get type one diabetes. So that's just, that's just, they're, they're, they have to realize that could happen. Yes. Yeah. So what do you do with that? Well, that's what GDRF does. They've done research on, and now there's a new medicine out there now where you might be able to prevent the disease. If you hmm. are considered at a certain risk level, it could be prevented Right now, it might be short-term, but eventually it could be long-term. You could prevent it from ever even occurring, which would be the big thing. Another reason to support GDRF. You're going to be out there. Yes. How, do, how do folks help? Uh, thank you for asking. Yes, so the Run Walk is October 21st at Greenfield Park. If you want to learn more, you want to read uh, or hear about Morgan's story, I have my story up on this link, too. Or if you'd like to donate, which, again, I, I appreciate it so, so much, just text the word WALK. W-A-L-K to the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line, 855-616-1620. We'll send you the link. You can hear about Morgan. You can hear about me. You can see where to donate. Uh, again, it would be greatly appreciated as we learn to live with T1D. And I, I told you during the break, my wife Kath and I will be out there as we have done That's a couple awesome, years. Man. Thank uh, you for that. Uh, you're welcome. And, uh, again, I appreciate the, the way that you approach stories like this because it's personal. Just like I, I have my stories, you have yours, and you, you have always shown that commitment to want to make change. It's you know, one of the reasons we do what we do, right? We want yes, to make sir. sure that people are informed. But we also want to have them do something. And that, that step, that simple step of texting the word walk can change potentially the future conversation yeah, yeah. about T1D. Even my kids. So Even well, your kids. You for that. Great to hang out with you. Thank you, buddy. Good to see you. All right. Always good to see you. Eric Bilson.